Katie and Jason Davis are the owners of Route 24 Ale House right there in Bel Air. And four years ago, they came up with an idea to make a difference for one of their favorite charities, the Humane Society of Harford County. With the holiday season around the corner, they're inviting you to join them for the Deck for Paul's. Businesses can host a one-day event or month-long donation drive and donate proceeds to brighten the holidays for all of the animals who don't have homes and families this season. The shelter would love to do a check presentation photo with you for social media, of course, and animal people love to shop and dine with businesses that support animals. To give you an idea of what other businesses have done, last year, Bel Air Vet sold paw prints, and Best Friends Forever donated a portion of their sale. Fallen Branch Brewery held a Winterfest event, and the Black Dog Home Group did photos with Santa at Independent Brewery. In 2018, the Harford County business community donated over 12 thousand dollars for deck for paul's if you have any questions or wish to participate just contact katie or jason at katie at harfordshelter.org and let's make this the largest fundraiser of the year for harford county's homeless pets okay i want to throw some numbers at you 1888 37 70 what do these numbers have in common they all relate to vaping as of October 29th, there have been 1,888 cases of lung injury due to vaping. And this is reported to the CDC. That's from 49 states, all states except for Alaska. Uh, also, of course, the District of Columbia and one U.S. territory. There have been 37 deaths in 24 states and the District of Columbia. So bad that actually I saw a news report the other day up in New Jersey. Kids as young as 11 years old, 11, are vaping. 11. I mean, it's ridiculous. Now, the other thing is 70% of these people are male. And it's affecting people between the ages of 17 to 75. Now, this is crazy. There's something that's got to be done about this. Now, I know cigarettes are, are bad for you as well, but it seems like these numbers with these deaths and the lung injuries are climbing faster than what we were able to figure out with cigarettes. And to top it off, there's nicotine in these as well. Actually, and you'll hear this on the podcast, I was shocked by how much nicotine is actually in an e-cigarette, a vape, or whatever. Anyways... On this episode of Hartford County Living, we sat down with the Hartford County Health Department with Nurse Dottie, and we talked about vaping and some of the things that are being done to, I guess, help um, people and hopefully ways to, I don't want to, I don't know if they're going to get rid of it. I doubt they'll ever be able to get rid of it. Just like they're not getting rid of tobacco, they don't get rid of alcohol. Um, but some of the things that are being done. So sit back, relax, and please, 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 please listen to the information in here because parents, you may not know this, your kids may be vaping and you wouldn't know it because some of the things that these vapes look like will just blow you away. Uh, it's shocking. So This is the Harford County Living Show, voted as Harford County's favorite local podcast, introducing you to local businesses, organizations, artists, musicians, and more. Harford County Living, there's no place like it. 
Here's your host, Rich Bennett. I'd like to welcome everybody to Hartford County Living. Before I get started, I just want to read some names off to everybody listening. Midnight Rider, Blackberry Moonshine. Sounds good, doesn't it? Key Lime Pie, my favorite name here. Looks like me, Papa Smurf. Rainbow Candy, Red Energy. And these are not drinks. These are, it's not candy. These are flavors for vaping. And we actually have Dottie here with us today. I'm sure everybody's seen in the news about the problems with vaping now. The so many, uh, what's the number now of how many people have gotten problems? 1,400? 1,479. And as of, well, we're recording this the 21st. And as of today is what, 33 deaths? Mm-hmm, correct. Um, which I know that, I think just, what, Friday, it was 26. If I'm not mistaken, Thursday or Friday, so the number that number has jumped up already. It's going to be scary when I record this intro. I'm hoping that it doesn't go higher, but I have a funny feeling it is. So, um, what's the attraction to these things? It's wrong, um, but it's not as bad as drugs. Not as bad as alcohol. So there is the. Uh, excitement of doing something a little bit wrong. There's also curiosity. These flavors, people don't know what they are. Young people are very curious as to what they taste like. And if you've ever smelled them, they're very sweet and fruity. Well, you say it's not as dangerous, but do we in fact know that? Because I mean, vaping hasn't been out that long, right? No, it has not been out long enough to know long-term studies. And we are finding it is very dangerous. Um, but not quite as bad as opioids, doesn't right. have an immediate death, or alcohol. Uh, this is more concealable. And, well, I guess with that too, you could probably put alcohol in these things too. Absolutely. People are putting anything in there. They're putting stuff in that is in their um, bathroom uh, medicine cabinet. Anything liquid, Robitussin, um, cough syrup. Because when you heat it, it changes and it gives people shakes and shivers. They think they're getting a high and they're not. But we have children what? that can't afford to buy this type of thing. They're putting anything liquid in there. Well, all right, I guess, what are, what's the average price on one of these? It depends. The smaller ones like this run about $10. That's for the flavors. That They're all flavored. Okay. Well, I was talking about the, the series themselves. Oh. But for, all right, so these flavors, this is a bottle that's... One ounce, no, ten, well, 10 milliliters, right? Is that it's right? approximately, approximately one filling up of um, one of the devices. This uh, bottle will fill up one, that's for one device. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of liquid. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be that much liquid. Some of them are smaller and some of them are more. This is a box or a tank and it holds more. But the jewels, for example, have a tiny little bit of liquid in there, but it has triple the amount of nicotine for these. <laughs> These all have different um, uses. Um, many of them are for recreation, but many youth would like to make tricks, rings, smoke that goes a certain length, and if you can prove the length that you actually can get the, um, your smoke, like with a yardstick, you can actually win a hat. Get out of here. You can win a keychain. You can win a t-shirt, just like we did back in the 50s and 60s with tobacco. The vaping industry gives out prizes, and the, if you have to understand, water does not make a vapor except right. for a couple of inches. So logically, you have to think, there's got to be a chemical in there that makes that plume of smoke. 
and there's one of two, and now most of them have both chemical. Two chemicals, one is propylene glycol, which is the main ingredient in antifreeze, and the other is VG, vegetable glycerin. Vegetable glycerin is in many makeups and foods. It's a food grade glycerin, approved to be digested in your stomach. It has never been approved to be inhaled into our lungs. Your lungs can't break it down. And both now both are in most products. It is these two products that make that long white plume of smoke. So if you're a trickster, rings in rings, making it come out your nose and then inhaling it into your mouth or whatever, those are, they have more of those chemicals in there. Good Lord. Well, all right. So cigarettes are banned basically everywhere, right? You can't smoke in a public building. Are they doing this with vaping too? This, this has been included into. It has. Yes. Okay, that's good then. Yes. All the, the rules. It's called the deeming rule. The deeming rule covers vaping to all the rules that are in with tobacco. So any public place, any place that where there's multiple people can be there, public transportation, libraries. Most workplaces have banned it as well. Some workplaces made you go outside. That wasn't good enough. Then you had to go 50 feet away from the door. That wasn't good enough. Then across the street. Now you're losing your staff. And there are some jobs that more people smoke than others. Um, but they're trying to accommodate them to stay working. So how are these kids getting away with doing it in school? Um, it's very fruity. There'll be children that carry empty bag candy wrappers, like Skittles, because they're very fruity. So they'll, oh, oh no, I just have candy with me, and they're really doing this. So they'll inhale in school and exhale into a sleeve, and you smell the fruitiness or the sweetness, oh, and you don't okay. actually know it. We are educating the teachers, nurses, staff, uh, kitchen workers, everybody, to be aware of what to look for and the smells, because before, the teachers just didn't know. There was no curriculum for vaping. Now, currently, we do have a curriculum in place, but in middle school, it is one class is designated to vaping. In high school, there's two and a half days designated to vaping. So it is important, but we have a lot of important issues, bullying and drugs and everything, so there's not as much information. And, and most of these have to be charged up, right? Um, no, there's disposables that have a oh. battery inside, a disposable one. Oh, they still make them? They still make disposables, yes. I thought sure. they got rid of them when they when they started, when they were blowing up. <laughs> no, no, no. And the ones that are blowing up are probably more like this. Because do you know what the batteries are that are in these large ones? I would think they're lithium batteries. They're lithium ion, absolutely. They're banned for on most airplanes and public transportation because they are so heated. But if you are on a computer for 20 minutes to do something on a plane, that's one thing. Right. But kids are vaping. Not kids. Everybody's vaping all day long. So these tiny little devices are overheating so quickly because everything is in such a compact area. So the large ones are blowing up as well. They are trying to correct some of the problems, such as putting tiny little vent holes in there before there was no vents. So when it overheated, it overheated and imploded. Right. But now the holes are letting the, some of the air vent. Yeah, but even that, you figure, because a lot of these people, when they're done, they just put it in their pocket. 
So even with the vents in there, it's blocking it. And they blow up pant legs. They've blown up mouths. They've blown off eyes, nose. There's and you can YouTube any picture of hazards of vaping and see some very devastating. Oh pictures. yeah, I know. A friend of mine it happened to him. Yeah. And it's I, ones I know, like I'm this are disposable. Those okay. ones that look actually look like a pen or a cigarette, or a mascara, or a, a lot of different things, and you can get these in your school colors. What's wrong get with that? Get out of here. That's how they advertise. That's, that's And they're always in the vicinity of a school, like a high school or a college. They have over 200 outside coverings, snowmen, bunnies, hearts. So for a kid, you can either get your school colors or whatever entices you. They're do, Your pop-up doesn't care what this looks like if he would be vaping. They're doing this to trick kids. You know what? I, I'm... You gotta give the tobacco companies credit because when it comes to marketing, even to today, they still know how to market. And what and worked in the fifties and sixties with tobacco is working, working for vaping, now. and we're doing it faster now. Yeah, and, and again, most of these products are owned by tobacco companies, Absolutely. right? Yes, they are. And the biggest one, Jewel, is owned by Altria, which owns the largest um, cigarette, Marlboro. Any lawsuits out yet that you know of? Oh, yes. There's okay. quite a few. Um, I was going to say, because it seemed like that's what started it all with smoking. A lot of ambulance chasers out there already <laughs> um, because, well, it's, it's a hot new market. We yeah. don't know. Um, we There are many studies that have been out there in other countries, five-year studies. The United States studies are... Um, uh, guided a little bit different than mm -hmm. other countries, the FDA and the CDC. Other countries did studies where lab rats vaped. Now, I'm sure lab rats vape like people, but we don't consider that a legitimate study, okay? Because here, our studies have to be all the same. Yeah. Other countries vape, but they let everybody bring their own device and their own flavor because it was very difficult to make everybody vape the same thing. <laughs> Excuse me. So this study is wonderful, but again, it's not legitimate here in the United States because there wasn't enough equality to it. Right. I mean, on the news, I heard you know, that, like a lot of these things are was it they're buying off the street. Yeah, that's another issue. The majority of vaping liquid is made in the kitchen sink. Very few companies manufacture vaping liquid. It's not where their market is. So really. If you go to Bel Air, um, there's plenty of places up here that make it, and you want strawberry. So this is a potion. This is a liquid where oils have been added, chemicals have been added, vegetable, glycerin, propylene glycol, other chemicals have been added, food coloring, red, yellow, green, or blue, whatever color you want to make. Then you start adding flavors to it, and you make a potion. You make a potion, you go back a week later, that strawberry is not going to be the same potion because it's whoever makes it that day. You God. go down to another location, say Joppa Town, quite a few places down there that sell this as well, their formula is completely different. They don't have to regulate it yet. Yet. We're working on it, but not yet. Holy cow. I, I mean, I knew it was bad, but I didn't realize it was... I didn't realize there were so many different brands out there as well. Oh, this is a small smattering of it. Um, and it doesn't have to look, I mean, it can be called a cigar. And this one looks like a cigar, but it's a vape. What? You, you can get one that is a, a pipe. 
Get out of here. Absolutely. Not as common with younger <laughs> people because that's an older generation type of thing, but a vape that looks like a pipe. You can get them looking like cigarettes. They can look like anything. Little tiny sticks, long sticks, big sticks. We supersized everything for a while. You could get 100 yeah. French fries instead of 50 and die quicker. But we supersized our tanks in boxes as well. So one like this costs several hundred dollars. And it works differently than the ones where you inhale, a drop of liquid goes down and makes a puff of smoke. This one, because we know the heat makes many of these chemicals different and worse, manufacturers learned how to make the liquid hotter by pressing a button, the liquid drops down to the element, which is usually nickel, mm -hmm. okay, or um, copper. It makes it hotter before you even put it in your mouth. So it's more intense. And certain companies, such as the Juul, have learned to add a chemical to their liquid. The chemical's benzoic acid. Benzoic acid, what does it? Changes the pH, which means you doesn't have to be as hot because a lot of them were exploding. Right. So you don't have to have this now as hot to get more nicotine in. So what Juul did was they have they also chose to market their nicotine differently than all of these most of these are marketed with the amount of nicotine by weight or volume is that what that 3.0 number and all that is and 5 no, no no this okay. over here would be milliliters or milligrams okay what jewel did jewel decided to market their nicotine by percentage so this is only 5% so to an adult, maybe they'll conceptualize it. Maybe they won't even see it. But right. to a kid, 100% is a great mark on a test. 5%, that's pretty low. 5%, there can't be that much in there, right? Yeah. However, 5% is the equivalent to 59 milligrams of nicotine. 59. There's no other product on the market that has this much nicotine. Some of these are 2%, 2 or two milligrams, three milligrams. This is 59 All right, so to put that, in, put that in perspective, how many, how many milligrams of nicotine in one cigarette? One to three. What? And a lot of the nicotine, a lot of the smoke comes off the end called secondhand smoke, whereas a vape, 100% of it goes into the person. Now, now, put this in perspective. Cigarettes, man, women too, have added almost 8,000 ingredients to this, chemicals that are very dangerous and right. cancerous. To date, because it's not regulated, we have added, um, we have identified about 80 chemicals added to vaping. Of the 80, 10 of them are carcinogenic. So even if one of them we know causes cancer, and benzoic acid is a good one, okay, but it lowers the pH so it allows you to get more nicotine. So we have kids going into nicotine shock, nicotine poisoning because of it. We have suspended here in Harford County youths that are doing two and three pods a day. One tiny little pod is the equivalent of the harshest entire pack of, of cigarettes. And we have kids doing two, they're so addicted to this. Wow. And I another thing is even if you're not a vapor, all these pods are now on the street. We worried about seeing cigarette butts on the street not going anywhere for right. up to 80 years because they're made of cellulose, which is in the nylon family. The, the butt doesn't go anywhere. But these are plastic. These don't go anywhere. And there's 
thousands of these all along the just street. Throwing them on they're the street. just throwing them out because they're not reusable. Uh, However, <laughs> tell that to a kid. And they learned how to open it, take it apart, and put other liquid in. However, this was a sealed unit. They were not meant to be broken. And a lot of these were blowing up the ones that were being reused. Well, no, that plastic's not meant to be re reused over and over again anyways. No. That's why you look at a bottle of water, it's got an expiration date. It's technically not the water, it's the bottle. Right. You know, you, and, and now you can buy pods that are empty and put whatever you want in there. And what we are seeing from the kids are they're not putting their own flavors in. They're putting in drugs and other products. Wow. Was the intention initially that you weren't um, maybe vaping, like you wouldn't be using the vape as much as you were smoking cigarettes so that they were able to compact more nicotine into the, initial, the vape? The initial use for electronic cigarettes, which was mm -hmm. the first word, then it was shortened to e-cigarettes, and youth of today call it vaping because you vaporize or aerosolize these liquids. That's where the word vape comes from. The initial use was to help people who were tobacco users to get off cigarettes. It gave you a smaller amount of nicotine that supposedly was supposed to wean you down mm -hmm. and get you off the chemicals. And there, if there is a purpose for that, for older people, that's wonderful. What's happening with older people, we're finding are dual users because they're not getting enough nicotine from the vaping, plus it costs a fortune. And the maintenance of these, we find that they're still doing cigarettes and vaping. The largest group of people that are vaping that we are the most worried about are youth, 18 to 24. Now that is underreported because we also know 14 to 18, which are not reported because legally right. 18 and above um, is still the largest use for um, vaping. However, now that it's tobacco 21, you must be 21 years of age in order to purchase tobacco. So now we will be reporting age 21 and above, still knowing 14 to 18 is the largest group of kids doing this. See, but here's the thing that scares me about that, because they did that with cigarettes. Kids are still buying cigarettes. I mean, what's the penalty if you're underage and you buy these? Okay, we have changed, with Tobacco 21, we have changed the focus of the penalty. Before okay. it was the buyer, the youth, the right. student. Now it is the seller. Okay. So who sells the tobacco product to someone under 21 will now get a fine. What happens, because you fear, like with alcohol, people underage, if they want alcohol, they'll have somebody buy it for them that's of age. So if somebody that's 21 goes in and buys one of these and gives it to the kids, can anything happen to them that we know? If they're caught? Probably not. Mm -hmm. It's also big business to sell. Um, it is because it's, it's a hot commodity and it's still illegal yeah. in school. I would go down as far as middle school and say a big brother or a friend will be able to buy it for them. And somebody on the street will say, look, you know, what I have, are you interested? You know, this is really cool. Everybody's seen it. Middle school, elementary school um, has seen this. And they'll sell it. So we have students that get it from somebody off the street, sell it to somebody else, and they keep selling the product. 
because it's cool to look like you have it according to some people. Yeah. So the marketing of this is, is also hot. See, that's what scares me more than anything because, I mean, you know people are on the street selling these. And because of the liquid you can put in them, you, you've, I forget what the name of it was a while ago, but like the candies, they look like the little dots that you could lick. Yeah. Um, and it, it was It was drunk. like LSD or something. Yeah. yeah. You know, so you know these guys, and that's what worries me, that people selling them on the streets are putting some types of drugs in there. Well, marijuana is a big one. Um, all the kids know about it, and you can buy it every other street well, corner yeah. here <laughs> but you know they all their excuses that they buy it from their friends they trust their friends you don't trust anybody in this day and age especially growing something no. first you need chemicals in the soil to grow this type of stuff and everybody wants it grown faster so what are they putting in there to make it grow faster or to beef up some of these liquids because liquid product is money and you know some people could be watering it down but some people could be adding other oils which are clogging up the small airways in the lungs, causing this chemical pneumonia. But we've not identified it yet. How long have these been on the market now? Vaping? Yeah. It's been out since before the 1900s. didn't become popular really? until um, probably in the 70s, a man came out with it, patented it, wasn't picked up. And then in the 80s, um, a pharmacist, Mr. Han Lick, uh, was helping his father get off cigarettes because he developed lung cancer and he made a huge box where he had to sit in the dining room and it was hooked up with fish tubing and he yeah oh, it was very intense because he identified the heat with the tobacco as making the chemicals worse and he was right but he was a little bit ahead of his time mm -hmm. and nobody picked up his idea or his device but he did patent it so he's doing okay. I didn't realize it's been out that long. It's been out for a while. We've modified, but look how we've modified it. We have ones that look like cigalikes that look a lot like cigarettes, right? All the way on up to tanks and mods, and now the concealing ones are the most popular with the younger people. They're not popular with the people we're trying to get off tobacco. They don't care what their vaping looks like, yeah. right? Because they have a use for it. It's the young people that this is enticing and intriguing. And now the tobacco companies are trying to trick them even more. So now you go out to the schools and educate the people on this? Mm -hmm. I go out to schools and both the, the students, staff, teachers, back to school night to parents. And what I heard from parents this year from many high schools were, oh, my students and senior, they're 18, their grandfather closed in. So, what? <laughs> well, when we made Tobacco 21, because back-to-school nights were in September and it started October 1st, yeah. this is what the kids are telling their parents, that their grandfather clawed in. So if you're 19 or 20 years old, you're not grandfather. There is no grandfather clause with this Tobacco <laughs> 21 rule. But that's what the youth are telling their parents. And, and the you parents have are a, believing it. Well, you have a good kid. They're, they are good kids. They've just made a bad health choice. Yeah. And that's the word we are trying to get out, that we don't know what is in there. But you have to be careful with a youth. That is enticing to a, a youth, not knowing what it is. You know, not knowing that this is blueberry and it's green. Or there's no alcohol in the moonshine one. Right. But the name is enticing to a youth. All right, so when you go out to the schools, I mean, is it are the kids voluntarily coming for the presentation, or is it mandatory that they have to go? 
Um, I do several things. Not too many by classroom anymore because okay. I do by grade. And they have an auditorium, a cafeteria, right. or a pod area. Well, I'll have the whole grade. About 180 or 125, some of the smaller schools, for the entire grade. Um, some school, schools, I do the whole school in one day. Um, so it'll be six to seven assemblies in a day by grade. So it has to be language appropriate, grade appropriate for each one. And then I do take questions. What I'm finding in high school is many of the youths have a lot of misinformation. So when I hear their questions, I will actually ask the teacher, instead of me giving a presentation, can I take their questions and I bet we'll get all the information out there. Yeah. Because they have information that's wrong. Yeah. And of course they're getting it from their sideways friends and it's just you know getting out there. But the facts need to get out. With all the stuff that's been in the news lately and the deaths, have any pictures been released of the lungs yet? And, and the reason I ask that is because I remember when my son was in school and they did the presentation on tobacco and all that, they showed I bring the, the, lungs. the pictures of the lungs. And that's what, oh my God, he used to get on my, what, he used to get on everybody about smoking. Yeah. And I, I think if, they, if that's out there, that definitely hopefully it would deter them away. <laughs> I can tell you, it's not just a picture of the lungs, it's a picture of the person in the intensive care unit trying, oh, yeah, that's, trying to yeah. survive. And that's the ones, that, those are the ones that are scary. And they're all young. They're young kids. This is happening to young kids that have been vaping a short period of time. Mm -hmm. um, so this change, this chemical pneumonia is happening pretty fast. Whereas with tobacco, a lot of the... Um, Physical things that go wrong with the body happen in the future. Some happen right away, but most of them are later. And right. Many youths don't see later. They're invincible. They see now. But the, the problems with this, that are happening to young people. See, that's the other thing that scares me too. Right? I mean, they're talking about how it's affecting the lungs. But I would think, and we may not know yet, that it could be affecting the brain and other organs as well. I mean, you're sitting there inhaling it, so it's going... Throughout. You're inhaling chemicals that are not meant to be in your lungs, and you're heating them. So, so <clears throat> it's so much more powerful as far as nicotine concentration that's actually creating a new generation of teens who are addicted. It's doing it quickly. Well, and I had an argument with somebody about this the other day, because uh, online, of course, you know, people are online. They won't talk to you in person, but all <laughs> um, but said, oh, I don't know why everybody's getting on vaping. Cigarettes were a lot worse. I think the statistics for the vaping are coming out a lot quicker than what we knew of cigarettes and how bad cigarettes were going to be. And I think this is going to surpass that number. So there's controversy in the community about um, vaping because there's one school of thought that says, you shouldn't be vaping at all. Right. You shouldn't be smoking at all. Right. I think that's the prevalent thinking, at least in this country. But there are other countries where they're looking at not foot, not not teens, not pregnant women, not non-smokers, but they're looking at current heavy smokers. And they're saying, so for example, England. Mm -hmm. they, they've done studies to say, okay, for current heavy smokers, if they then switch over to to e-cigarettes. Well, e-cigarettes are harmful, but probably not as harmful, um, probably not, not as harmful as combustible cigarettes. So they're saying maybe it helps them a little bit, but that confuses the message then. Yeah. And especially 
today because what's changed today is this lung disease thing. The lung disease thing was something that didn't really exist like last year. Right. Now, what they say is smoking kills you slowly, but vaping can kill you fast now. And that's what's changed everything. And that's why we're recommending not only don't smoke, but don't vape. Well, see, here's the other thing, too, because with your cigarettes, then you had the secondhand smoke because mm -hmm. you're breathing it in. Mm -hmm. With vaping, I'm sure there's got to be secondhand vape because you're breathing that in. Right, absolutely. In fact, the CDC and the FDA used phrases such as harm reduction a couple of years ago. But then when we, we developed this lung issue, we had to stop using harm reduction because people are dying very quickly. Yeah. So you don't hear that phrase anymore, harm reduction. But 8,000 chemicals versus 80 chemicals Yes, it's bad, but is it as bad as 8,000 8, rather? So we can't use that. So now we've gone to nobody should be using any form of vaping, um, not even to get off cigarettes, until we know what the commonality is. And right now we only have 70% of the people doing THC. That means that people are um, reporting that they're not using THC. Now, if your kid comes to you and you take your, your child to the hospital and the doctor asks, are you doing marijuana THC right in front of your parents? It's probably underreported yeah. that you're using it. So right now we say 70% of them are using THC. It could be higher. Um, we might find that out in the long run, but right now there's no 100% everybody's doing the same thing. And it's not a bad batch of vaping because it's in all states. So it's, we thought at one point it could be a bad batch or bad batch of marijuana. Yeah. But it's too global for that. Anytime you can make something yourself, you're going to have problems. Absolutely. We're getting it off the street. Yeah. People making a buck is dangerous. I'm, I tell you, if I ever catch my son or daughter doing that, <laughs> I'm going to wring their neck <laughs> or smoke it. No, I mean, that, it, it just. I guess the chances of getting them completely pulled off the market is out of the question, huh? That's one interesting <laughs> way of saying that. But having three kids that went through college, I survived. But anyway, <laughs> um, having three kids going through college, there are so many youths that are out there that have strict rules when they're home. And when they get to college, mm, they are 180 degrees different yeah. than when they were home. So you can be as strict as you want at home, but the kids aren't home the majority of the time. They're with their peers, they're with the media, social media, away at school, and you say no is somewhat of an enticement to some kids yeah. to do it or try it or be influenced. So yes, you can say, oh, <laughs> don't do it, but when they're not with you, they might try it. They're not bad. They just made a bad choice. What's the fix for this? I, I don't know. Right now, it is mandatory for physicians to report this chemical pneumonia. It was voluntary as of last week, uh, two weeks ago, but now we've made it mandatory. And the health department is one of the key players in this mm -hmm. reporting back. Being a doctor, is it very easy to determine chemical pneumonia versus a viral or a bacterial? They don't, they don't know. No, they don't know. Wow. So, so at the highest level, you know, folks ask, are e-cigarettes, are, um, are they regulated? Right. Well, the thing is, they actually are regulated by the FDA, but they're not well regulated. It's very, very loose. And that's one area at the highest levels, the FDA needs to regulate e-cigarettes the way they regulate um, combustible cigarettes. Mm -hmm. 
that's that's at a higher level. But then then more at the frontline level, education. Right. Education, not just of kids, but of uh, well, the adults, adults too, yeah. of, of everybody. But the one area that the health department is looking is looking towards is so one of the things that's <clears throat> uh, made e-cigarettes so much more um, popular uh, is uh, marketing. So uh, like Juul uh, has 70% of the e-cigarette um, market, and they've only been around since 2015. So they just like captured the market wow. because their marketing campaign is so slick. It is so good, and they basically have, uh, <clears throat> through social media, have just gotten kids really involved. What the health department wants to do is focus on counter-marketing, specifically through media literacy. And so one of the projects that we're working on is, if you just educate uh, folks, when you see this social um, um, media uh, ad, or if you see you, if you see any kind of marketing campaign, what's the real message behind it? What are they really appealing to? They might be appealing to, oh, it's glamorous, oh, it's cool, oh, yeah. it's all. But what are those messages? And then have folks like really think it through and realize, you know what, They're just, it's just manipulative. And they're really um, glossing over all the health risks and all the other problems. So we're looking at um, media literacy as a uh, possible counter-marketing tool to help educate at least the folks in Hartford County. This year, Jules' um, summer campaign had Buzz Lightyear holding a Oh, joy. come on. Well, Are the, you the serious? New, new Toy Story just came out, so it's in the, in the news again. Last year, Jules' marketing campaign was Friends Don't Let Friends Smoke, and it was pointing to their jewel. It was an ad for vaping. Okay. You get it? Friends don't let friends smoke. And they also had a back to school special in August. This is illegal to be doing, but that's how they market. Well, that's how I said at the beginning. You know, tobacco companies, I think, have always been the best marketers. They know how to get their target audience and sell, which is scary. Very, they, I think they're better than the, than the alcohol companies. Be honest with you. Well, they're definitely smart and they know the trends. So, yeah. an example is, so tobacco use, uh, combustible tobacco use, actually is going going down in the country. Well, the tobacco companies realize that. So, what's happened? Um, Altria, which is one of the, which is the largest tobacco company uh, in, in the in the world, probably. Right. Um, basically, bought a thirty-five percent stake in Jewel. In Jewel. <laughs> So it's like whatever they lost in um, combustible cigarettes, they're picking up through e-cigarettes. So th they know where, where the money is. God, I don't get it. When I started seeing the numbers, it just blew me away. It's like there's got to be something done. So besides going after the schools, are you going anywhere else like festivals? Are you can, If we have something we put together, can we invite you to come out and educate the people? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I do. After school programs, parent programs, um, mommy and me programs at various churches, um, any community program, I will go anywhere invited. Okay. We need to spread the message out. And unfortunately, a lot of parents, you know, there's not many newspapers anymore. 
to be reading a lot of current information. Maybe they're on the computer, but they don't actually know. Yeah. They don't know. They've not seen a lot of these products. And when they see them, oh, I've seen that before. Where did I see that? Oh, I think it was in my son's pencil case. And didn't realize it wasn't a pencil or didn't realize it was mascara. I had no idea. Before we started, when you put all this stuff on the table, I'm like, it could, the one over there was a, uh, tri the one you says a cigar. Yeah, this I thought a, it was a, a real cigar. It's a vape. You know, and all these juices, moonshine, you know, the Papa Smurf. What's this one? Vanilla Gorilla. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on. Anti-snake venom. How many snakes do you have to squish to get juice in there? Has nothing to do with what's in no. there. No. It's, it's, it's the names. People are, I mean, <laughs> I saw that one. It's like, or ice cream. It? Ice cream is not a flavor. No. Ice cream is not a flavor. Which flavor is it? Well, they can't wait to try it, to figure it out. And, of course, there's no ice cream that's orange. These are potions. You don't know what you're getting. That's sure about ice cream. It's a different category. This one, rainbow. Rainbow is not a flavor. No. This is Skittles. What is the slogan for Skittles? Taste the taste rainbow. The rainbow. My father would never know that. But kids all know taste the rainbow is a flavor, and that's what this is. All right, so a lot of these, you said they have oils in them. <laughs> what are they? What? Sorry. <laughs> what are they like? That's like an afterlife. <laughs> like I mean, these are like essential oils they're putting in there? There's all kinds of oils Which, in everything. I mean, it's good for your skin, but I wouldn't think it's good for inhaling. No, no, no oil is good for inhaling. Yeah. Neither is the propylene glycol or the vegetable glycerin, which are all oily substances as well. These are potions. This thing here, as flat as that is, I mean, that could fit anywhere. Anywhere. Like you said, under Kids are sleeve. putting them. Look for youths that are wearing inappropriate clothing, such as long sleeves in the summertime, because they're hiding things up their sleeves. Ladies are putting them in their underwear or... What? Because <laughs> it's flat and you can't see it. Whereas... When these were popular, you couldn't conceal these, but the skinny ones... I was just going to say, because this will fit into That looks shirt. like an EOS lotion. Yeah. It looks like EOS lotion. Uh -huh. It looks like a pencil sharpener. There's a couple things that it looks like. Yeah. The drops that, that you can put in your water to flavor your water mimic this as that's, well. You know, that's what I was thinking of. I, I couldn't think of it. It's like I've There's seen also an inhaler like that looks like that, too, but for, for asthma. Yeah. But that's pretty keen by the company. To mimic something yeah. that is legal, again, not for an adult, but they don't care what it looks so like. So if there's a kid that has asthma in school... They shouldn't be having their inhaler, but still... Right, but I mean, they... If I, a parent saw it, the parent might think, you know, at first glance. I didn't go through my kid's pencil case when we were home, but if they were out studying or doing something, I might glance at it, and you see some of this stuff, and you don't think it's bad until you learn. So we need to educate both the parents. We also need to educate... Um, doctors, like pediatricians, mm -hmm. um, to be asking the right questions, to know um, some of the signs and symptoms, um, even warning. Giving people warnings is very important. Um, privacy, asking the questions, maybe not having the parent in the room, but we need to get the data uh, more noted than we are right now. When we started, you were talking about how they have these contests of who can blow the longest vape and all that. Is there a way where they can control the vape to where they're still using it to get the nicotine, but not, they're not leaving as much vape, so they're hiding it better? 
In other words, you're not seeing the trail of smoke. Yes, you don't have to have as much of those chemicals in there. Some of them are supposedly nicotine free, <laughs> but again, the parent company regulates them, yeah. not anybody else. So if one company says between zero and three milligrams is, is negligible, they legally can put zero on the bottle and there can still be nicotine in there. Right. So some of them are not exact to what they have in the bottle. This was an example. This one is one of the earlier ones, but says it's 24 milligrams of premium nicotine. But in small print underneath, it says that it may contain propylene glycol or nicotine. So which is it? The 24 milligrams of premium that you purchased or that it may contain it? Well, they started putting things on there like may because they were being sued because mm -hmm. you could have between say 20 and 28 milligrams of nicotine in here. They're not regulated. And again, made from week to week. This is a local company. It's probably made in the kitchen sink. They're not regulated um, to be so specific. Ones like this, the longer ones here, they're really thick, thick, oily ones. Yeah. These are for the tricksters doing the tricks, making three, four rings inside of each other and long plumes of smoke, this type. And the companies are advertising this. They're on the internet. Win, win prizes by mm -hmm. doing tricks. You could get a hat, a keychain, sure. That's ridiculous. Work for the tobacco industry. It's working for this one pretty wow. fast. I think, I just want to add, like it's also, you can see like on social media, there's all these accounts that aren't owned by, they're not jewel, they're not like work for right. jewel, they don't work for anybody. It's kids my age doing this online and that's like being shared and being, you know, being shown by other people. And these aren't from, coming from like the jewel people. This isn't coming from any of the e-cigarette e people. It's coming from just like normal people and that's getting shared and that's also another attractive like, Yeah, they're looking at it and they're, it's their friends too, so they can share it. So that's gonna be shared by someone that's gonna increase their um, scope of who's seeing it in the reach. So there's like stuff like that. And then you have to also multiply the people that are the celebrities that are on social media that people yeah. look up to and they're like, oh, well, this celebrity does it, so I'm gonna do, I, like, I could do it too as well because this celebrity does it. So there's like that attraction too as well that can even, is more powerful in my opinion than sometimes these ads for coming from Jewel and Big yeah. because these are people that like kids look up to. And blogs have so much misinformation out there and all the kids belong to blogs and Twitter and um, they're getting their information from their peers instead of Facts. Wait a minute, you're telling me there's wrong information on the internet? <laughs> couple, no couple way. <laughs> Come on, Abraham Lincoln said that's not true. <laughs> but you, no, you're right. I mean, it's scary. It, it's, uh, and again, you, I think, and Ryan, you brought up a good point. I mean, that's, you know, social media and just the internet and, and the celebrities. That's, uh, it, it's basically the tobacco all over again. Faster. Yeah, faster, and I guarantee you, probably at the rate we're going, five years from now, we'll probably find out deadlier. Younger people are are affected the most. Uh, THC seems to be an issue, but not with everyone. It, people that have been vaping not a long period of time, so this is hurting people quicker mm -hmm. and stronger and harder. We see this lung disease making their lungs of an old person even when they're in their teens. Um, so it's affected a lot of people. The numbers that are vaping 
and dying as well are slowing down, but it's probably due to media showing the people dying and also Tobacco 21. So they all happened in October, um, so it's slowing down a little bit right now. We'll see what the next... And if we keep pushing the message out there, everybody will keep slowing down. Knock on wood. How long have you been with the health department? I am in my 12th year. 12th year. And why did you come to the health department? Um, I'm a nurse. People were in the hospital that maybe they didn't have to be in the hospital if they did things a little differently. If they had more education. So the preventative part of it was very intriguing to me. So I got another degree in health education and thought to educate people, maybe they wouldn't end up in the hospital. Maybe as many of them end up in the hospital. So I enjoy the teaching part of it. Right. That's great. Well, for, I want to thank you, you know, for, because I th all of you guys are, that are in the health department getting the word out, I, I love that. I want to thank everybody that's helped support the podcast since I started this back in 2015. And right now you can help even more by going to buymeacoffee.com forward slash harco living. That's har, H-A-R, co, C-O, then living. Short for Harford County Living, of course. What I'll do at the end of each episode, I will read the names of the monthly supporters. It could be as low as a dollar, three dollars, you know, whichever you prefer. And as of now, I want to thank our first monthly supporter, Recreating Wellness. Thank you, Anne-Marie.